0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Off The Dome Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. We got a fun one coming at you. I know we're finally getting back in the rhythm of things. So today, Tim and I, you know, we, we chop it up, have our fun conversation. We go through some Thanksgiving stuff. We go through new ventures. Uh, I talk about my uh, first two months of coaching CrossFit classes, how I'm liking that, and then we dive into a little bit of investment talk. We get to our RLEs. I talk about the emotional cycles of change. There's five different stages, and we talk about the the three where people get stuck most of the time, and then we finish with book talk, getting down and nerdy with it as always. Tim, what do you have in store for us today?
1: Yeah, great episode today. I, I give a little insight on uh, how my transition into my own business has been going, The the main differences I'm seeing, how I'm navigating that. I talk about um, a stock that I've I've recently invested into, uh, my reasoning behind that, and kind of a quick update there. I think you guys will definitely want to hear that and uh, maybe you can invest as well. Um, and then in the show on Book Talk, talking about uh, how to win friends and influence people. What, what facts, what tip I'm taking from that book that's helping me uh, on my phone calls make them so much more effective uh, which is helping me in my business. So I know you guys are gonna get a lot of value from this episode, and you're gonna have a fun time laughing with us and, and, and tuning in. And uh, without further ado, episode 151.
0: Going acapella today? Hmm. No, no notes. What do you got?
1: I got them right here. Oh,
0: nice, nice. I thought you, were you got
1: gonna, yours pulled up too.
0: I thought you're gonna hit an Eminem, go acapella. Fuck a beat.
1: I'll go acapella.
0: It's funny whenever I meet people from Detroit. Got a couple friends from there. There's always the three one three jokes. Mm-hmm. And then when like you get a new friend's number, right? You save it, it's like C three one three. I'm legit from Detroit. I'm like, okay. So you're basically related to Eminem.
1: Mm.
0: Made a nice smoothie before I came, more like milkshake consistency. What's in it? Um, I'm missing a few ingredients because I ran out of some stuff, but ice spinach, uh, some collagen uh, powder that my buddy gave me, protein powder, peanut butter powder, frozen blueberries. Usually I'd have a little carb powder and then some creatine, but I'm out of Mm.
1: those two things, yeah. Well, nice work.
0: So I'm losing all my muscle. I don't have my supplements. That's the key to muscle gain, just supplement everything. (laughs) So I've heard. (laughs) Steroids help too. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just
1: yeah. ask ask LeBron James when he was in Miami. <laughs> was he on uh steroids? I don't know, man. He was a tank though when he was down there. He was like He was big. Yeah. What was his heaviest? Like two forty? Two uh he was like two eighty. Two eighty. Yeah. And he's what, 6'10? six he ten? Like six 6'8, like 6'8 nine. Eight. Maybe six eight and a half. Yeah. But yeah, I remember when he left Miami in twenty fourteen he came back to Cleveland and he was just like he looked like half his size. Like yeah, he, he dropped a lot of weight. Yeah, that, that summer. So
0: he was, just, mm. he was just running through
1: dudes down there. We're
0: but, not how many random drug tests he had to do. Yeah. Not many.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How's your day been today, Tim?
1: It's been great, man. Good. Got some work done this morning. Went down to The Well Coffee Shop down in Fishers. The Well. It's a good little spot. i Not been there. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, it's right downtown Fishers. It's right off of uh, 96, or 106 there. Mm. Yeah. So, Been so, trying, to, trying out different places. I mean, yeah. trying to work... I mean, keep my mind fresh. I like working from here in my home office, but I think it's good to, to change up your scenery mm-hmm. throughout the day.
0: I agree. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I've been spending more days at, at the office, the gym, mm-hmm. whatever you call it. They're both interchangeable. Um, so if I like, I'll attend a class, I'll do some work, I'll treat a patient, I'll coach a couple classes, and, and it's just, I like having a full day there. Mm-hmm. kind of separates my, my house and work. Yeah. Um, so I just take a full day's worth of meals and just camp out. Yeah. of course I like being there so it's it's fun so what uh, what was your work consisting of now that you're you're a self-employed man
1: yeah you stuck I mean, it to the man yeah I uh, it was a project for one of my resume writing clients I've uh, been able to dedicate a lot more time to that now and I mean pretty much fully booked at this point I mean I'm doing doing one or two a day and mm. uh, have meeting I mean I, I try to set up I like to have anywhere between five to ten meeting set up a week if I can cuz that kind of Okay. That kind of gives me a balance of working on my current ones but then also scheduling my projects for next week. So, been doing that and then reaching out to some golf courses down uh, in Florida and in the south sending them some some social media proposals to offer my services to to manage their their social media and their digital marketing. So, Working, I've been working on that template for a couple months now, and but now I've been sending out actual messages to to people down there. So beautiful. That's been a bulk of my time, and then obviously I'm still doing the writing and the podcast. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Nice. Um, with the you said you like to set up five to ten meetings for your resume. Are those you like phone conversations first, and then and then you get to addressing their resume? Is that kind of your order?
1: Yeah. So I send them a proposal on LinkedIn. Usually that's how I prospect. Is messages on LinkedIn and then someone will contact me. And, uh, I don't, I don't take on any clients unless I get to jump on the phone with them, mm-hmm. whether it's a phone call or a video call. Cause I mean, I, I can't properly service someone unless I, I really get to know them over the phone and learn about their motivations, learn what they're trying to, trying to do. Cause I tell everybody it's more than just writing a resume. It's I want to get you from point A to point B where you want to go. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's different. Everyone has a different path. So,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I like to talk to him on there. And, yeah. and
0: Tim is your vehicle to get there. Yes. Uh, with the golf courses now in your proposals, do you say, now look, if we go forward, uh, I, I do need to try out your course. So yeah. I can accurately represent you in, in my content.
1: Yeah, because here's the thing a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a great question. And that's a great uh, reason why, I mean, a lot of these courses, they have photos on their website, but a lot of them don't have photos of every hole on their website. So mm. that is something that I would offer to them, be like, hey, like I'll play your course. I'll take photos of every single hole, every single angle, and I'll, I'll write up whole descriptions for you mm-hmm. and i'll and I'll, I'll i'll capture everything on there get some content and i mean i'll i'll do that for free i'll pay to play your golf course and do yeah. that so
0: that yeah if if you're not willing to accept someone to pay to play at your course and give you free marketing it's like you're trying to lose mm-hmm. it's like okay hey why not worst case we got one more customer and some free content mm-hmm. and it's like that's it
1: yeah and like it, it all di- And you really got to know. It's tough right now though, because you really got to know your audience too. Like who you're, the decision maker you're going after at the golf course. Because I'm sure, I mean, certain golf courses, I'm sure they have maybe older management, people of older age that aren't as um, savvy with social media or don't see the value in it. Maybe mm-hmm. they have a group of people that use their golf course that they've always had come there, and they maybe they think introducing social media will will disrupt their their current base of people that they have there. So you also got to overcome that because mm-hmm. people are stuck in the old traditional way of, of bringing people in. And um, I think it's it's more important than ever that, to have a relationship with people online and um, putting, putting up contests for people to participate in and, and engaging with people there because, I mean, that's the – that's the best way to do it and being able to develop a system where you can have user generated content from the people who play your course, like incentivizing people to share their experience and putting a system like that in place. Cause that's kind of the route I'm taking is um, how can I get your current customers to really talk about you on mm. their social media, but also be managers managing your social media. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I wonder how they could work like a, a referral or something like, Hey, if you refer somebody, you get half off a whole 18, mm-hmm. um, Refer two people, you get a free round. Yeah. Refer like three, four, five, whatever it may be, you get like a free month. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Of course, that's a lot of dough. If you're referring three, four, five people for a golf course, you know, which maybe two are potentially lifelong customers, Mm -hmm. that's worth giving someone a free month. Yeah. And what it, like, you know, they'll probably come once a weekend Mm -hmm. and... It's like, okay, we don't really lose much.
1: Yeah. And when, the thing is about golf is like when you refer one person, they're most likely going to bring other people with them. Like they're not just mm-hmm. going to come by themselves. They're right. most likely going to bring like a group of two to three people because that's mm-hmm. like standard. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of amplified when you tell one person because they're more likely to come back and bring a group.
0: So, right. Yeah. Yeah. You need some drinking buddies.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it gets me through the round. Yeah, know? there you go. There you the go. bad rounds. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So that's how you got so good. Yeah, you started drinking real young <laughs> while you started golf.
1: Well, dude, by the time like hmm. if it's if it's a good if it's a good day out there, if it's like a Saturday, and I mean I'm I'm a I'm a few beers deep, and it's the back nine. Like at that point, it's just muscle memory, you know.
0: <laughs> few beers back nine, muscle memory, aces. Yes,
1: yes that's how you do it. Uh, have you gotten a hole in one? No. no, I've been close so many times. I feel like
0: but... I've asked you.
1: Maybe yeah. I, I I truly believe that I'm going to get one one day. Cause, oh yeah,
0: you play enough where yeah. just it's a numbers yeah game.
1: and like I mean at least once around I'm I'm hitting one right at the pin. I mean it's yeah. going in the general direction of the pin and there's been a lot of close ones, but I feel like as long as I continue to play at the rate I do, I should get one. Yeah, right.
0: I, I, yeah, like yeah, it has to happen. Have you played a course where it's like you know you could get one on that course like? Yeah, where it's like, like hey, if I'm like gonna every, do I, it, like this is an easier hole to get a hole in one. Not that that's easy, no, but
1: like, because the thing is, like, I feel like every course, there's, to me, there's an equal chance of every course because that's just really? the way. That's the way golf. Golf is so unpredictable. Yeah. Like, I it, know it just like, it just takes one solid shot. Because obviously, like, this hey, this
0: was an easy straight par three where I could smack it right.
1: Oh now. yeah, yeah. Like obviously, like short, like the shorter the hole, probably mm-hmm. the, the better chance you get. Yeah. of getting a hole in one. But to me, it's. I feel like every hole is the same opportunity. Interesting. Yeah. As long as you, I mean, as long as you can get the ball there. Really,
0: yeah. Yeah. There's an opportunity. That's my problem. I can't get the ball there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play enough golf.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll change that next year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Next summer. I had I had some other priorities this summer, but next <clears throat> summer, hopefully. Yeah. How's your Thanksgiving?
1: It was great, man. I uh, I spent some time with my mom's here in Indianapolis area, um, and then we we went on a little run that morning they did they canceled the race but they made it like a virtual race ah dude. so i think that's just we just went to lame. a par- you're just, running outside we just went yeah we just went to a park and did that and then yeah. i mean had had a good meal and then uh i also went up to fort wayne to see my dad and uh, just some friends from warsaw so i was able to yeah kind of see everybody and yeah it was good man
0: get some of the classic foods turkey stuffing all that mm-hmm.
1: yeah turkey and ham okay yeah
0: how do you guys do your turkey
1: uh we uh Smoked it this year. Ooh! Yeah, my brother-in-law took the reins. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, because he smoked us a brisket a couple of weeks ago for my brother's birthday. Oh, dude! And then he smoked the turkey for Thanksgiving. Man, it was just fire. That
0: was outstanding.
1: It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Had the different sauces. Had the had the Carolina barbecue sauce. Had the Texas barbecue sauce. Whooshie! Man, it mm. was lit. It
0: was good. We did a did a dry rub. Okay. So before last year we had done the deep fryer
1: probably Mm.
0: 10 11 years when we change it to the Weber grill my dad's got this old rounded Weber so like this heat goes up around and then comes down through the top Mm -hmm. of the bird so it's kind of smoke-ish uh but this year we did a dry rub Mm, probably it's my new favorite yeah yep it it was and I think a little juicier than frying it too Mm. Yeah, so then I ate as much stuffing as I possibly could. So, good. That's like my one guilty thing. It's like, fuck all else. If I get my stuffing, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So, good. Yeah, solid time. Saw saw the parents, the brother, our dog. She's getting old. But, yeah, always good to go back. Yeah. Always good to come back to get back to back to the hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, started. Uh, I'm on month two of um, coaching CrossFit classes at the gym.
1: Yeah, how was that going? Dude, I love it. I
0: I knew I would after I got over the initial like kind of training again jitters Mm -hmm. because I had only done one-on-one training then in rehab. I was, you know, one-on-one rehab, which is kind of like a training in and of itself. What
1: were you nervous about, the jitters? What were you nervous about? I've
0: never done group training. I've never coached a group class and I've never coached CrossFit.
1: Mm. So
0: it's, it's two brand new boxes I'm checking at the same time. And and fortunately, you know they they have a nice system where a new coach kind of has their own onboarding. Where I uh, I shadowed five classes. You know the first two were like just strictly observing, mm-hmm. ask the coach questions, this and that during class, and then third one you you like run the general warm up, mm-hmm. and then the fourth one you run another section outside of the warm up, and then the fifth one you kind of help coach with them. So mm-hmm. it's it's a nice kind of ease into it. Again, it's just different. I think more of the jitters came from like the, hey, don't suck. (laughs) Um, Because, like, one, it's not my business. I still want to perform super well. I want people to enjoy when I am their coach. Mm -hmm. So there were just a lot of factors where it's like, you know, outside of just, oh, I've never done this, there were some other things I want to do well. For this reason and that reason, I want people to enjoy my coaching.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and I, I like to think I, I joke around with people while I coach, have a good time, but still gotta run the class.
1: Yeah, I was gonna ask what your, what your style is. You like to, to mix? Yeah, I, I mess around fun, a little fun, bit, lo- fun loving and serious at the same yeah, time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mess around with people. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know, you get to start to get to know people a little better, so I can make a, a wise ass comment to this person and that person. You know, give each other a little hard time, especially if you have other coaches. In your class, you know, you can kind of shoot it back and forth. And then people, like, they see that, they relax, like, okay, he's not going to be like, you know, a drill sergeant about it, right? But Mm -hmm. uh, it's still encouraging. You know, we get loud music once we really get into it. um, You know, tell them, hey, stay consistent. You know, you try to touch one person at least throughout the whole class. So you try to make that group class feel individualized. Mm. so if I got whether it's three people or eight people I try to you know if I have to cue a correction I go to that person I, I watch a few reps I cue them I watch them fix it with the cue hey looks a lot better That's beautiful great job you know and then go to the next like hey way to do this and that good job doing this so it's you know you get those individual touches where it helps them like okay he, he's watching me he's paying attention you know he cares about making sure I do this safely and correctly And sometimes you'll see someone where it's like, hey, I think you can add a little more weight on there. Or like, Mm -hmm. hey, I think you can go a little faster here. It's also that gentle push of like, you know, you want them to improve. Right. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. So at at first, you know, trying to adjust to being in that mental state again, like my brain's kind of done after, you know, sometimes back to back where it's like, oh, wow, okay. That was kind of exhausting because I'm I'm on, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, a different level of on than I've been used to. So, Mm -hmm. but it's fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. Very grateful for the, uh, the chance to coach there.
1: Yeah. What would you, what would you tell someone who's like considered, like who's used to working out by themselves or, or used to solo workouts, who's kind of on the fence about joining like a group exercise format? What what would you tell that person who's kind of on the fence about it?
0: Hmm. Well, if I had a buddy who was on the fence about it, asking me about, Hey, how would you ask someone? (laughs) I would, uh, I would tell him, you know, our our gym is really awesome because we have a complimentary class that you can, you know, you can come do any class during a week, full free, uh, and and kind of get a, a feel for how it's run, intensity level, because um, they are higher intensity workouts, but we have a strength portion, then a metabolic conditioning. That's where it's like your heart rate is up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would I would say, hey, you know, if you want to. Read a little bit. I mean, there's good, some good uh, YouTube things where you can see, but some of those people get like psychotic with their workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not like a, a Matt Fraser or a Rich Froning workout. It's and everything is scalable. Mm-hmm. So we'll have you know younger people to older people that are you know older people still deadlifting and squatting and pushing things over their head, which we should all do as long as we can. But yeah, I'd say uh, starting with a, a complimentary session, if complimentary session, there we go. And if you happen to know someone who who operates their office out, out of such a gym or coaches at such a gym, you know, talking to, hey, like, what's it like? What do you like? What do you don't like? Um, it, it's just a very different way of working out your body. Mm-hmm. But I really like it because just kind of going through, you know, the gym, you have your own rest times at your leisure you can start again check your phone this and that i mean in our classes once once we start like no one's got their phones out just there's no time for that and you're moving so general warm-up then right into specific warm-up then we go to the board we talk about the workout you get some of your warm-up weights you get a few warm-up reps in and then it's go time and then you know if there's a break between that and the second half you know, we talk about the second half. Hey, this is how you're going to keep track of your score. This is how we're scoring this today. Um, if it's a rounds for time, it's, you know, say it's five rounds of the same thing for time. It's all gas, no breaks. Mm-hmm. If you're doing as many rounds as possible for eight minutes, there's going to be a little more pace uh, involved. And right now we're doing different interval based things too, where people can start to gauge like, okay, this is, I got a pace of this. This is... All gas, no brakes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's really cool. Um, I'm sure
1: people love that self improvement aspect, that that score aspect of it. Because I remember Kyle, who we brought on, mm-hmm. uh, he was a professional, or not a professional, uh, a collegiate athlete, someone who'd been playing in sports his whole life, baseball, um, and getting into CrossFit. Like he mentioned how much he enjoyed like the score aspect and like improving upon oneself. Mm-hmm. And, monitoring your progress it's not just like going in and and getting reps in a workout and then just leaving like you're actually like really like numerically scoring yourself and, and monitoring how you're tracking your progress like that
0: yeah so. yeah and i you know crossfit gets a bad rap we talked about it in that episode too. plug episode 150 um where like if the gym doesn't teach technique consistency than intensity in that order yeah you're probably going to get hurt Mm -hmm. now can people still get hurt in a really well run gym sure Mm -hmm. won't be as common um you know people say oh you shouldn't do it that fast you know it's jerky and strain on your joints maybe maybe not if your technique is really good your speed should be able to match that Mm -hmm. so yeah i uh you know, I wasn't sure how I'd like it. I never thought before this year that I would be so into CrossFit. I still have my own days where I do some more traditional bodybuilding movements um, and, and lighter intensity. It's not – I don't do that hard every single day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, two, three days a week and, uh, like, you feel really good. Mm-hmm. And it's like you, you get to a different level of, of conditioning that I haven't been to. Mm-hmm. Um and I also believe that there's something to be said about just doing something that's super hard. Yeah. Where your body is just, you're asking your body to do a lot more. And it's like, oh man, I can't, I can't do more. Well, you have to, there's mm-hmm. still time on the clock. Didn't, didn't go off yet. So get back in it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I needed something like that where it was just, it was hard.
1: Have you had to adjust your, your recovery process or your, your pre process? Like you're stretching before, like compared mm-hmm. to what, like before you're doing CrossFit, like. How has that record, like that process changed? The before and the after.
0: Yeah, I'd say when I first started, my my time in between classes was longer, so I might take you know I'd start it one a week, you know maybe that's Monday or Tuesday. How do I feel Friday or Saturday? Mm-hmm. Can I can I get a second one in, or is my body just excuse me? I, I need to do some other lighter stuff for recovery. Um, my my pre primers uh, movements. I will, yeah, I probably do more now, especially since I've had kind of the hamstring injury. Uh, I especially do more now while that's still recovering, even before we start. So we have a general warm-up, that's whatever the coach decides, then a specific warm-up designed for that workout. Mm -hmm. Um, So you get a good warm-up, but just me being me, I like extra, so... I'll pro- probably do a warm up 20 25 minutes before we start. Um, you know, just opening up the hips, I'll do my breath work, my breath work um, and just make sure my hamstrings especially are warm. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, we we incorporate mobility and stretching the last 5 to 7 minutes of class so we allot it in that hour time frame, uh, just so people can't really skip out on it. Um, so we we make that a conscious effort, but you know, if I'm not pressed, I'll, I'll stretch another 10 minutes afterwards, do some more rehab and prehab movements. So it's, it's required me to do more than I'm used to because mobility wise, you have to have better ranges of motion, especially shoulders, mm-hmm. you know, going over overhead, squatting, good ankle hip mobility. So, um, yeah, my, my things I do before is lengthier definitely my recovery time now since my body is kind of adapted to what what we're doing um you know i can get a solid three classes a week mm-hmm. and, and not feel overly worked yeah now some days like we did one the other day this barbell 30 just running clock 30 minutes man my body was cooked mm-hmm. so i might take two days before i jump into another one so uh you know and in between just do light easy stuff keep blood flow moving and because movement helps with recovery so yeah man it's uh i've really changed a lot of things uh with, with the crossfit so stretching i've incorporated a lot more since i had the hamstring injury because i think that was a factor it was just too short not uh, not flexible enough um so yeah dude it's uh it's quite a lot i think um, but once you kind of get back in the rhythm of a different routine. Dude, It's sweet. Mm. it's fun. loud music garage doors open on a nice day. you're dying with your friends like you're in a group <laughs> group setting. Uh, the, the coaches is encouraging you know keeping you on it, helping fix small small tweaks here and there. so it's and we got fun coaches like mm-hmm. I haven't you know there's not one coach that I haven't enjoyed their style. good yeah Great. So I'd say uh, you know Tim if uh, after vacation, you know, if you want to come to a complimentary class, mm. I'll okay. do that class. Or if you want to do it where I coach, we can do that too. Yeah. But...
1: Uh, I'll make my way over there. I'll,
0: I'll let Monica know um, that she'll be expecting you.
1: <laughs> well, then I have to go then, don't I? Yeah, you have to go. Yeah. I'm going okay. to make you have to go. Don't let Monica down. <laughs> Definitely don't. Honored guest. Yeah,
0: yeah so it's fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Just come try it out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You'll like it. Yeah. And I... Oh yeah. I was gonna say we have two locations, but you're five minutes from like you live five minutes from our home home. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very easy drive right down the road. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> no excuses. It's, it's so
0: close. You could even run. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, but you could. All right, anything else to update in the Life of Tim? Uh
1: no. No. Okay.
0: Uh I was just gonna I don't have too much for some investment talk. I don't have anything new. But current stuff, especially uh, Virgin Galactic, has been going up. Oh my lately. gosh, yeah. Um, but they've been releasing a lot of videos, photos of, of inside the cockpit stuff. They're doing. They're planning a launch for I think it's December twelfth. Um, so we'll see if they're able uh-huh. to. You know, that's okay. Good weather permitting. Yeah. You know, all all good conditions aside. So, if that launch goes really well, that, that stock's going to shoot up. And then imagine the first time they have passenger launches, where mm. you can, you know, if you're super rich, you can just pay, go to space. That goes well. Ah, stocks going to tenfold.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it Still was a good time the, to buy it before 10. the pandemic happened. It was at like 35, and then it got down to the teens. But mm-hmm. now it's back up to 28, so mm-hmm. it's it's approaching. It's 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 moving toward its high from before. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's 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 a good stock. I mean, like, I own a lot of stocks. It's a matter of, like, which one do I want to own the That's most. That's my dark horse. I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying uh, that I wouldn't be open to holding it, but I just— Richard I had... Branson. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just like, that dude knows how to make money. Yeah, he
1: does. He makes yeah. money out enough.
0: Penn has been kind of the same little mm-hmm. stalemate lately. Yeah. I mean, it's gone up quite a bit since we got in, but— Yeah, it's the it's... long-term game, man. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm holding both. Uh, pin and DraftKings until all fifty states are legalized. I mean, it it, it wouldn't make sense for me. So to that's see. the sellout point. It wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't make sense for me to hold to sell anytime before that. Mm.
0: So that's fair. I haven't gotten to DraftKings yet, but I'm sure I will. Yeah, with I a little like more disposable income.
1: Yeah, I feel like that'll happen in the next five to ten years. Mm-hmm. All of them. So yeah, and I think that's a good time range to hold them. I
0: think so. If if not, even you know a little earlier, mm-hmm. I would think it's because a lot more states are on board with that online gambling mm-hmm. and, and sports betting. So
1: people live for that, man. Like yeah, and it's like, it's like you're, you're, else, you're you're like, betting on people's vices. Like that like people aren't just gonna the whole country's not gonna be like oh I'm done betting today. Like that's it's 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 like <laughs> it's like cigarettes, man. It's it's addictive for people. Yeah, I'm done betting. I mean, now. I'm glad I don't. I mean, I I bet here and there. Not like I'm. I'm not like a weekly, daily better, but I mean, I just, I know people who are just like fiending on it. And like, mm-hmm. that's a greater, it's a greater thing that's going on in our, in our country. And like, that's people gravitate towards sports. Like I, I feel like it's, it's at a higher frequency right now just cause of the pandemic and like people are just latching on to sports cause people are, are very, most people are, are, are looking for some sort of entertainment mm-hmm. amid everything going on right now. And that just adds to the, that amplifies and adds to the entertainment value so yeah. people just i actually
0: don't do much sports betting i want right. to it's just i don't know well you don't you don't know anything about sports yeah right i feel like i don't know enough exactly <laughs> that's what i was gonna say i i just you know if you say hey on this game this week this nfl game uh what are you gonna bet on on this and that spread shit i don't know
1: <laughs> you're too busy running a business man you dude no shit don't, don't have, college basketball i'll have a little better chance I think. By the way, what happened to your Dookies last night, man?
0: Oh, dude, I missed the game.
1: They lost.
0: Oh, who'd they play? At
1: home, Michigan State.
0: Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Breaking news. Slager just figured out Duke lost. I'm going to have to finish this podcast
0: another day. It's time (laughs) to start gambling and drinking. It Uh, was weird, though, man. Dude, that's super lame. They got a lot of new people this year, though, too.
1: And watching a game, uh, Cameron Indoor. Without
0: the crazies. Without the fans. It was the weirdest
1: thing ever. So dumb. It's just a weird, the boys it's a weird dynamic because it's an empty gym. It's only like it's literally only the coaching staffs, yeah. and the players, like maybe like like the broadcast team, and like that's it. Like you just you really hear everything going on on the court, like the shouts, the the mm-hmm. talking, and it's mm-hmm. just like it's really weird.
0: But yeah, man, I don't like that. Michigan State's always a good ball club though. I mm-hmm. respect them. I like yeah. them more than Michigan. I'll root for Michigan State over Michigan mm-hmm. any day of the week. Um. Is it was a good coach, man. He's a screamer though, too. Hmm. I feel like he's gonna pop a blood vessel every game. <laughs> but dang, how much did they did they lose by?
1: Uh, I think it was like it was under ten. Son of a bitch. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it happens. You know. It, it's gonna be a weird year. I mean, if we even get yeah. through the season, I'd be surprised. We we I absolutely think it's better,
0: dude. Like,
1: cause I want to make it to March Madness and have a Indianapolis host. The tournament.
0: Dude, that That'd would help. Cool. That would help Indianapolis so much in so many different ways. outside mm-hmm. of just money from the city, it would help so many different mm-hmm. ways. I was talking to one of our responders at the gym about this, and he looked at it from like his point of view. Like, look, city is going to have to get in order if they're going to host something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, businesses can't be boarded up. You can't be allowing this and that and, and just destruction and mayhem.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: if you're going to host that. Things got to be spick and span, right? And I'm like, oh, dude, that's that's a different way that I would not have looked at it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that'd be super sweet. I don't like it. Would be cool. Would like to be able to go if it does happen. Like all the games,
1: mm-hmm.
0: bro. Oh, welcome yeah. to Indianapolis, three one seven, baby. Yeah. Detroit ain't got shit. I'm sorry. Not trying to insult you from Detroit. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be cool. Come on. Coach K, get your house in order. <laughs> Sony Newen, uh, how's Bitcoin been for you? I it's know good. We it's, got into that talk it's last still time. Still going up.
1: There was like a uh, over Thanksgiving. There was a small correction. I think it went it dipped like eight or ten percent over a couple mm. of days over Thanksgiving. But I mean, I'm still I'm still up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Didn't it hit like an all time high a few days it ago? Did. It, did. it did last week. All-time.
1: Yeah, is that it, like twenty something? Like Nineteen thousand something mm. is was the high. Yeah, um, that's crazy. But yeah, like I, I mean, I put I put a little bit into it every week, and I'm I mean I'm at a twenty percent return right now for three months. That's insane. It's at as of right now on what's today Wednesday at four o'clock Eastern time. It's at
0: 19,150, So. Mm. Dang,
1: dude. But. Yeah, I mean, the one I wanted to – speaking of – and then the high, the high was 19260 So it's approaching that. Jeez. That was back in uh, December
0: 2017.
1: Mm. Um, yeah, like speaking of Virgin Galactic Holdings, like in the same type of boat, aircraft, I, I put a, some of my – like a lot of times I um, – when I reach like anywhere between 50% to 100% gains in a stock, I'll sell the gains and put it in something else that I think is going to be – growing bigger in the near future and i, I put it into boeing
0: mm, yeah okay yeah because they've had some issues the last year and a half almost yeah. two years
1: so like not the pandemic obviously put them down but they're 737 they had to ground mm-hmm. it because of we talked about that on here mechanical
0: issues yeah and they had what like a couple hundred planes they had yeah. a lot of planes they had to ground
1: yeah i was looking at that, the 737 makes up 78% of their backlog yeah and it, it represents more than 300 billion in future orders Jeez. so like when that happened you could see why the stock went down mm-hmm. um, but it's back up like so that's why I mean it's back running again so that's that prompted me to invest and, and get in at a discount um, so
0: you still got it when it was lower on yeah. the, on the comeback yeah nice. and I think
1: I think it's gonna go I mean in the next cu- couple years I think it's gonna rebound big time um uh, mm-hmm. because like the other thing is international travel like i'm also banking on the vaccine too coming back because a lot of my stocks i have right now are um like stay-at-home stocks and stocks that benefit from mm-hmm. being in a lockdown or ben- benefit from covid this year um so i want to have stocks that are going to be even higher when when the bounce back happens when we get the vaccine so like with more international travel coming in the future, mm-hmm. I, I want to make sure that I, I'm in Boeing for when that happens too. Yeah. In addition to 737.
0: So. Yeah, that, that's smart. Yeah, because people are already traveling a lot more now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in the next year or so, that's a good point. Probably be a lot more international tra- traveling. I know my mm-hmm. brother and I are trying to plan a trip. Um, another buddy of mine, uh, Pope Franco, uh, trying to plan a trip to uh, Singapore. Okay. Maybe. I don't know about end of next year, probably the year after we, you know, it, we talked about that one. It's going to really depend on kind of our relations with China too. Mm -hmm. So see how that whole chestnut plays out. But I forget there was a country already that was talking about requiring you to have gotten the vaccine. If you're going to travel to their country, I'm trying to remember who it was but they're already talking about mandating that you have to prove you've been vaccinated Mm -hmm. to enter their country for international travel. Ah, And I'm just, Mm -hmm. that's a dangerous game to play. It's a very slippery slope. Mm -hmm. Once you require a vaccine, it's like, eh, this is so new in my mind. It's so new. It's like, we don't know the repercussions of it yet. Mm -hmm. What kind of effects will someone have three, five, eight, 12, 15 years later? Because mm-hmm. you know we just we just don't know we've rushed this thing so quick and I understand mm-hmm. why, but it's like did we skip any steps? Did we skip any trial steps? Did we skip what other safety steps did we did we not account for this time? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know, but we'll see. And
1: like, there's also the vibe that like it's it's turning it's almost turning into a competition among these companies about who's
0: 100 who's
1: going to have the first vaccine. So like,
0: and country too britain yeah. already approved they're gonna they're buying a bunch for next week
1: yeah so like what yeah so that that's the other thing like i'm sure everything like they have systems in place to make sure it's it's safe and i mean we have people that specialize in you this, think so like, like what will be compromised as we as these companies are trying to be the first you know
0: 100 percent. yeah it's like man Tell me no one skipped any steps, any crucial yeah. steps, nobody?
1: Yeah, cuz who, who who's like who are the front runners in it? You got Pfizer, you have Moderna, Moderna. you have Johnson Johnson. Yeah, have... I think
0: those are the top 3. Yeah. I know Moderna and Pfizer are like no, neck A- and neck.
1: Abbott Labs is further back, but they're working on it. I mean Yeah. which I'm invested in, Abbott oh, Labs. Man, yeah,
0: just uh it's, the whole thing's cuz it's like okay, if we can do it, say say they didn't skip any steps, right? Nothing was skipped. They they did certain trials this and that. It's like the fastest vaccine ever, right? Mm-hmm. It's like where are where are we at with everything else the rest of the time?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. So it's just yeah, I'm I'm back and forth on it with thoughts that I'm sure some people are like. Oh, you should make sure you get it no matter what. Yeah, maybe maybe not. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> like I, I just I'm thinking health what, perspective. What would what would <laughs> What would confirm with you that it's that you're good to take it? Is there anything specific that you're looking for?
0: I mean, uh, uh, a good amount of c- clinical trials, like mm-hmm. a study done, because yeah. look, there, uh, I've told you about that one company. Um, oh man, I'm invested in it. They do the the different uh, hernia surgeries.
1: It's about tele, are you? Tele-Bio. Yeah.
0: yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um where they're using the, the front two stomachs of, of sheep um, to fix hernias, rather than the mm. mesh we use now, because the way they do it is more um, natural with the body, it will accept it better, and the tissue is, is closer <clears throat> um, to ours. And this guy was telling me, he's like, you know we only have two years of, of clinical trials and studies done. <clears throat> Doctors want to see five minimum before they even think about buying it and putting it into a human
1: mm-hmm.
0: they want five years of it before they put it into a human yeah. so it's like that's that's why i question like did we skip some steps and again i understand the speed I, I sympathize with why we need it quickly but if we skipped steps how crucial were they or were they not mm-hmm. that's that's my question i'm not saying like no don't don't go get the vaccine no that's you know I believe there are good vaccines for sure. Um, but this one, I'm just curious. Like, how, to your point, like it's a race, how much of it is the game part? Yeah. And how much is it of hey, making sure no one's going to get sick off this shit? Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I'm back and forth, not telling yeah. anyone to or not to, but uh, we'll see. I'm going to let it play out for a little bit. Yeah. I don't plan on traveling internationally for a while. So, yeah. I guess I'm, I have that on my side.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, speaking of uh, a telebio, you know mm-hmm. how we were talking about on the podcast a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. About lamb stomachs. Yeah. And like paying, paying paying you in lamb stomachs or whatever. Oh, yeah. I had I was on, a, I was, on a fo- I was on a phone was on call. I forgot call. about that part. Yeah, I, well I was on a, speaking of that, I was on a phone call with uh resume client, the introductory call, and was talking about like the the payment and everything. It's like you can just pay me in lamb stomachs. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, you listen. Hey, do listen- you happen to farm sheep? I like, you Excuse you listen- me? I'll I take like- some stomachs. Bro. I was like, you listen, yes. Because like when I, my uh, on my Gmail sign- email signature at the mm. bottom, I have a link to our podcast. Oh, nice. It's so like when I email back like with potential clients, current clients, like they see it down there. Yeah. So some of them will listen Oh, nice plug. It. Yeah.
0: Nice little marketing.
1: <laughs> I was like, you listen. I love it.
0: <laughs> at what point do you accept Bitcoin as payment?
1: <laughs> Soon. I mean... PayPal is going to be making it available in 2021 for most of the Yeah, people. that's right. That's right. So PayPal
0: will be able to do it.
1: Could accept it as soon as next year.
0: Dang, dude. Imagine that. People start paying you in Bitcoin.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway. So, we'll see. Got any RLEs? Any uh, real life experiences? Yeah, I mean, say, j- just
1: just the fact that I moved to to resume writing full time. Yeah. And like, the, yeah. I'm fully on my own now. With God, people. I'm so excited for you, man. Um, and just how it's going to help me, uh, really develop my craft and be much, have a better, like, I mean, provide a better support system for my clients. Like not only just writing the resume, but also Mm -hmm. coaching them through the application process, interview tips, like anything, any extra insights or or help that I can give along their process. So it Mm -hmm. it allows me to be more present for them and be more responsive. And, um, yeah, it's good, man. Things are going very well right now. That's legit. Um gonna gonna continue to keep pushing and yes and dude. it just feels good to have much more flexibility over my time and uh, yeah i'm excited
0: yeah i uh the the day you sent me that text you said today's the day and then those next text sending my my notice if the house i lived in completely belonged to me and those walls weren't ownership of anyone else i would have ran through my own (laughs) i was like god today's
1: it (laughs) quitting your job is so amazing yeah and like it doesn't the thing is it doesn't like really feel too much different because i've been i mean i've been hustling on this stuff for this whole time like i've been working on this it's just now i just have more time to hustle on it and Mm -hmm. now i can be more selective about what what i do and um how i dedicate my time so yeah
0: it's 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 nice you don't have anyone kind of telling you where to go, where to be, how much to do that day, what you gotta get done. Mm-hmm. But blessing and curse with that too. So right. but I know you you don't have much of an issue with that. Um I know some days I'm like, man, I I did not do as much as I needed to today. Mm-hmm. Then it's like shit, what I do? Yeah. Um, just make it up the next day. But yeah, that's uh that's sweet, man, when it's like, Hey, you wanna go here for a few days? Well, let me talk to my boss all right good talk I'm good you know, it's like, well
1: I will I will also say the biggest difference to me is the days go by so much faster agreed because like it just mm-hmm. like the 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 day of the week doesn't really matter to me as much either because like I, I does every
0: day feel like a weekend to you
1: well every day just feels like I don't know like I feel like everything just blends together because like mm. I don't I should be better about this about dedicating like a single day to like not doing work, but I feel like to some degree I'm, I'm doing some type of work every day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just, yeah, I guess every day does feel like a week. I mean, now it does feel like a weekend because the weekends before I was able to just control the whole day mm-hmm. and now I can control every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just feel like everything like the days, just go by so much faster.
0: Yeah. That's, that's exactly <laughs> how I felt. Like when I first was on my own, I was like, man, what is today? Everyone's so scared of Monday. Monday's not bad. Right. Like what's wrong with all your alls Mondays? I had a great Monday this this past week. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal Monday. Yeah. But uh you know, it it's one of those byproducts of of a certain type of you're you're run by the boss. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, it's 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 weird and it's cool when it's like, man, hmm, today's Tuesday. Okay. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. No different than really yesterday. Right. So, uh, yeah, dude, it's it's fun. Scary at times. Stressful a lot mm-hmm. of times. But it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Still getting trying to get revenue growth and consistently. Because, mm-hmm. man, I'd still like to be able to get a loan next year and buy a whole duplex. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. See what happens there. Yeah.
1: Because,
0: yeah, money down doesn't matter. Told you I got some to the side just for real estate. But it's like money down doesn't matter to a bank if I don't show consistent monthly yeah income so now that's not consistent but it's just not what they want to see
1: yet right You'll but, get there.
0: yeah it'll work out man Uh a process uh, it, it, was, it was nice you know get paid for coaching all of a sudden randomly I, like you know because I pay her rent every month and I saw this some I was like hey, did something get sent back to me and then I'm like oh I started providing a service again yeah okay got it check um, but yeah dude Happy for you. Man, I'm glad, like, once you're on this side, can't ever go back. Yeah. So it's it's nice when, you know, you're not going to update your resume anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, dude, I had this interesting RLE. Uh, my buddy Shelby sent to me this video. I'm not on TikTok, but he, he sends me a lot of the good ones. And there was this guy, because uh, the last week or two, you know, someone might, reach out on LinkedIn, like, hey, you know, you're looking for work, we're hiring this and that, great benefits for one. like, blah, blah, blah. And so I feel like I've been, you know, in, in certain roadblocks with some of the business things I'm into, but, you know, it's a a speed bump. And I feel like it's a, a test by temptation to to quit my own route, quit my personal ventures on my own, and just kind of go take a quote unquote, normal job again, like, hey, man, you know, you tried it. You know, you you tried it, but ah, you're more comfortable, you know, just telling you, someone telling you what to do, clock in, clock out, you know, got good benefits. Oh man, you tried it. And so there's like those little temptations. Mm -hmm. And, and I was talking to Dr. Owens about this and uh, episode 149, great episode, but uh, he's kind of been feeling the same. He's like, yeah, you know, someone just told me that Indiana State Police is hiring again. You know, I can, uh, I think he's only... 34, 35, and uh, first got denied from being a firefighter, this and that. And someone's like, oh, hey, you know, you can be a police officer. Uh, you can still get, um, oh, what's it called? After 25 years, they retire. Um, damn. Having a brain fart today. Pension. Oh. Pension. He's like, yeah, you know, great benefits, this and that. And he's like, but dude, like, man. I don't know if I could leave. I was like, don't. We're just getting tempted. And it's like, these are those little small universe things of like, hey, there's this one. It's like, nope, just steady the course. We haven't spent enough time here yet. And so this video Shelby sent me, this guy was talking about the emotional cycle of change. There's there's five piece, five pieces, the emotional cycles of change. First one is uninformed optimism. Uh, Like, man, this is interesting. You know, I could get into this. I think I could probably do this. Second is informed pessimism. And this is way harder than I thought it was. Like, you know, there's a lot to learn like shit. Third is a valley of despair. And that's where like, man, I don't think I can do this. Uh, I think I might need to quit. And four is informed optimism. Like, Hey, this is hard. This is challenging, but I can still do this. Five is success. But he said 99% of people get caught up in a vicious cycle of one, two, and three. So the uninformed optimism. Oh, this is interesting. Like, oh, you know, this dropshipping business, you know, this real estate, this, whatever it is, I can do this. This sounds interesting. The informed pessimism. Oh, it's way harder than I thought it was. There's a lot to learn. Uh, And then, you know, the valley of despair. Man, I don't don't think I can do this. I think I need to quit. And it's like, oh, hey, this sounds like a good idea. I think I can do this. Like, oh, this is way harder than I thought. Oh, I don't think I can do this. I quit oh this Mm. sounds interesting I I think I can do this oh it's way harder and it's that vicious cycle he's like you get through the valley of despair where you don't think you can do it where you think you should quit he's like you get to informed optimism where it's hard it's challenging you know you can still do it you get get to success Mm. and I was like man it's so simple but it's so true Yeah. like you know I've had things where it's like man I think I can do that that sounds like a good idea I could do this you get into it it's like man a lot harder than I thought like and I kind of tried, but really didn't try shit. And it's like, nah, I think I need to quit. On to the next. One. Oh, this sounds like a good idea. And, and it's that vicious cycle. It's like, dude, that is
1: mm-hmm.
0: one of the greatest things I've heard in a while because it's super relatable.
1: Yeah, it's like the picture of the person digging underground and stopping right before they get to the diamond. Oh yes, yeah. love those. Yeah, no, but that's that's a, a five step framework. Like that makes mm-hmm. makes total sense. Yeah,
0: emotional cycles of change. First is uninformed optimism. Second is informed pessimism. Third is valley of despair. Four is informed optimism. And five is success.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, huh, that's some real good content for today. Yeah, but like, And
1: you have to go through, I feel like you have to go through steps one, two, and three. To, correct. To, for any yeah. type of... You need to feel any challenged. Type of, any type of meaningful success. Yeah.
0: And yeah. you got to be faced with the, man, should I quit? Maybe I should quit. Mm-hmm. Then it's like you tell that part to no shut up and, and work harder. Yeah, um, which easier said than done. But it's mm-hmm. like do it a few times, and, and I think part of that is like, do you really believe in what you're doing? Do you really love and believe in what you're doing to push through that valley of despair?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if it's like ah man, maybe this isn't my stick. Is it not your stick, or is it just it's hard work? Right. So it's like like I wouldn't you know try social media marketing to golf courses it's just Mm -hmm. uh, that is not my area Mm -hmm. Uh, like I I would kind of be foolish for trying to do that when like you would be a direct competitor like Mm -hmm. I'd I'd fucking lose it's just not (laughs) smart it's just I don't know golf and and how to relate the language you know there's just so many more things uh we're just like man that's not my thing plus my love of golf does not come even close to your love of golf (laughs) you love golf
1: yeah
0: I enjoy it once in a while and I'm pretty bad at it, but it's just, I go for friendship and a couple live baits. Yeah. It's,
1: I mean, that's. <laughs> and when I ho- great. shoot the ball Rarely straight,
0: it's a pleasant little surprise. Yeah. Hey, guys, look at that one. Hey, <laughs> look, the kid got it on the green. A
1: little nice, easy par three. Yeah. Here's a beer for a reward. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, keep rewarding me, guys. That That's what's working. So, yeah. Uh, Want to get down and nerdy with it? Been, yeah. been reading a little more?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to, uh, s- something in how to win friends and influence people mm-hmm. that I've been applying, uh, in my own business, oh, uh, smile, the, the act active smiling. Ooh. Uh, so when I'm talking to people over the phone, uh, I've been trying, even though they can't see me, I've been trying to smile as I talk mm-hmm. over the phone. And what this has done is help me, uh, help my tone of voice be more friendly over the phone. Be like, Hey, these people can't see me. If they could, I would be able to. Influence them better and, and provide value if they could see me face to face. But I can still maximize the value of oral communication over the phone mm-hmm. by smiling. Because when I when I smile, it really, it really just cha- completely changes the tone of the conversation. People from, can hear it. Yeah, yeah. You so can hear I, the smile. Yeah. Not not like fake smiling, but like really trying to find enjoyment out of the conversation, out of what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Um, and it's real. I mean, it's something that people think. Oh, I can only apply this to. To -to face-to-face communication, but when you talk to people over the phone, like if you're in a sales job or um, trying or customer service or any any type of job where you have to talk to people over the phone, just try smiling while you're talking, um, and it really makes a difference. And it's it's made a difference for the effectiveness of my calls and uh, being able to click with people when I've just done it more. So yeah, yeah. nice.
0: Um, Do you think you'll ever get to uh, or ever try to have Zoom? I have, I,
1: I've had a couple of zoom okay. calls with clients and, um, I mean, I, I, I don't often offer it. Like people usually just like to do the phone call, but yeah. I mean, if people ask for it, I'm, I'm always all for it. We and
0: can I, do phone calls in your underwear too. Which yeah.
1: Can... <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think I'm going to start offering, like people are, are usually like most of the time people are just more inclined to do the phone call on their end. They'd rather do that, but I, I may end up just offering, um, just the option for either one and and doing it that way yeah especially if i'm taking the calls from home sometimes i take them on the go sometimes i take them in the car but
0: yeah um yeah yeah i guess if you're if you're traveling you can say like hey you know i i usually offer the option to do zoom but i'm I'm traveling i'm Mm -hmm. on the road i I need to just do call yeah so yeah that's not a bad idea then i I think people just you know since we've lost a lot of face-to-face interactions Mm -hmm. that helps too but uh I would think it also adds like you know voice can too, but video is like okay, I know that person's like real, you know there, there's a trust mm-hmm. uh, aspect that comes along with it. Well, sweet man, yeah, uh, that's uh, we've talked about that book so many times. Yeah, and we'll continue to talk about that book so many times.
1: I've read it so many times. Love, so I, got, I gotta talk about it.
0: Love that book. Yeah, I've read it a few. I need to read it probably once a year. I think would be good. Mm-hmm. Just one of the greatest. If there's like. One or two books to read. That's mm-hmm. it's always going to make the top. Yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm trying to finish a few old ones, but I, I've been trying to read, and not a lot at one time, but a little bit of of the Bible,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a little bit at a time. So maybe it's you know a, a couple pages or so, and there's just there there's good lessons in it, but especially with the fact that you know whatever kind of higher power or, or universe or support system like you know there is that safety net of like my plan is not the grand plan that's just my religious belief but like god's got my back but i i think i have to wor- keep working to help him help me you know it's mm-hmm. kind of like give to the universe universe gives back right sometimes the universe really bangs you up but it's like keep, keep giving and it's mm-hmm. like you know, on the other side of that bang, up. It's like, ah, that's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. But I think this, the the Bible, and just a, a faith based foundation, is it's like okay, if you don't know anything else to turn to, that will be the one consistent thing all the time. Mm-hmm. No matter if you're super rich, poor, you're sick, you're you're healthy, like that is a consistent that will always be there. Yeah. And it's just kind of a nice reassurance sometimes, you know, like a, a having a, a low day where it's like, oh man, like, what do I do? It's like, oh, just go read some of that. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I'm good. Maybe I'm not great today, but I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. solid. Um, so I, I think in a lot of ways, you know, the Bible has such great teachings and lessons, but uh, Acts as a good kind of push in the back when you need it. or or some some trust fall hands when you need that too so yeah try to throw that i like that. throw that in a little bit yeah keep that keep that on the nightstand um so yeah that's uh trying to do it you know not every day that would be too much for me to try to do it every day just to make it a habit i would not do as well so a couple days a week and it's like all right you know. Or if like someone's like, Hey, let's watch a scary movie and there's demons involved, then I might read a few pages of the Bible first, like not today, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Put my gun right next to it, like, ah, try me bitch. So yeah. Good, good teachings in that book, man. I've I've heard the Quran is also very have, beautifully written. Yeah. And I, I think at some point I'd like to dabble in that just to like I said, I've heard it's super beautiful language. Mm-hmm. So okay. and just and just see different perspectives of other religions. Yeah, but I think it's good to yeah. study
1: other ones too.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Tim, shall we wrap this bad boy up?
1: Yeah, put sure. a bow on it, send us off. All right, everybody.
0: Hey, thanks for tuning in. Always appreciate you guys joining us, giving us your ear, hanging out with us. But hey, if you're, you're enjoying the show, please head on over to iTunes. At Off the Dome Radio, leave us a five-star rating and review. Tell us what you like, kind of topics maybe you'd like us to to dabble in. Maybe some guests that you think would be good on the show. You know, we want to hear from you guys. Uh, there, um, the the ratings and reviews really help us get momentum within um, iTunes. So that helps with visibility and you know that that really helps us a lot and then hit us up on instagram at off the dome radio you know give us some thoughts some good feedback again you know send us uh people profiles that you think would be good we, we always like reaching out to people that we don't know people we do know and just getting different perspectives on how they're going about navigating this interesting thing we call life so without further ado thank you so much again you all have a great rest of your day and enjoy your weekend <laughs>